Artistic License presents Snapshots. Glimpses into the lives of artists and their advice on how you and I can conquer their crafts. That's, that can be a WGN exclusive. So I am talking with David Noyes. He is the author of The Photographing Tourist, A Storyteller's Guide to Travel and Photography, which is out now. Where did your love of photography blossom? Did you have a mentor or a book that you looked to as a guide? Well, I started my career really as a corporate advertising photographer. I spent a lot of time in studio with slow jazz in the background, moving things a sixteenth of an inch with a tooth. Uh, it wasn't really until I had my first international experience in Brazil photographing cigar manufacturing facilities that I really had a vision of a world way outside of my comfort zone and what it was familiar to me, and I was fascinated by it. And pretty much since that time, I've taken every opportunity I can to go places that challenge my understanding of the world. So in your book, you integrate your photography, your writing, and your love of travel. At what point did you decide to combine all of those passions, or did it kind of just fall together naturally? Well, travel journalism is that way. And one of the, the wonderful things about being a travel journalist is you have an opportunity to photograph a variety of different things, from landscapes to architecture to cultural experiences. Um, and I started writing, as I started doing more of my travels, the photographs weren't quite enough. I, there was more I wanted to tell through storytelling and I did that through the, through narrative stories. Most of the stories that I've written, and I've got 12 kind of feature-length magazine-style stories in the book, are my personal experiences, first-person narratives as I travel around the world and go to some really remote and fascinating places. What is your idea of a good photographer? I'll go to a good photograph, okay. and it makes a connection. There's... And I think, you know, as we talk about good and some of the subjective qualities of photography and art in general, um, I think there's an opportunity to express yourself and to create a connection between people. The hardest thing, I think, for a photographer, especially in the travel situation, is capturing an authentic human connection in a photograph. And I think viewers, we understand that, and we respond as a photographer would have to an amazing face, to an expression, to something that captures our interest and touches our soul. Wow. <laughs> so tell me a little bit about, you have just over 300 of your own photos in the book. Can you tell me a little bit about the selection process for those and kind of what inspired you to pick some of the photographs that you chose to include? Right. The, the book is a collection of photograph stories, tips, advice, insights that I've gathered over the years. So along with the magazine-style stories, which the images were chosen to illustrate that narrative and to really tell the story, like you might see in a magazine, where you have the written narrative and you have illustrations and, and photographs that represent that. Some of the other parts of the book where I talk about uh, 
situations and places and that tourist photographers will find themselves and where people gather, spiritual worlds. I'm using images at that point to illustrate a particular perspective that I'm offering or a tip that I'm doing. You know, one of the things that I talk about is point of view as opposed to angle of view. And we can choose as photographers if we're going to be a spectator or a participant or a voyeur. There are ways that we can use the camera to change the perspective and point of view of how we're telling a story. You did talk about how you include tips and techniques that empower the reader to try his or her hand at photography. Why did you decide to write a guide instead of just publishing a book of your travel narratives? Why give away your secrets? (laughs) Well, they're not really secrets. And I, I think to answer the question is I had, I believe, an opportunity through this book and through some of the work that I do in other areas to share some of my advice as a traveler. And it's not just about photography, and it's not just about the narrative story. For instance, in my chapter on local lifestyles, I have a little subsection called Beware of the Cute Kid with a Baby Lamb. And it's a real thing. All through Peru and Cusco, there are little girls wandering around with baby lambs, and they're just adorable. It's so hard not to photograph them and their counterparts in tourist areas all over the world. But it can also do damage. And we need to understand some of that as travelers, as tourists, that when children become wage earners for the family, they're not going to school. They're condemned to a life of poverty. And those are some of the stories that I wanted to share. It's not all just about, you know, the rule of thirds and composition and what camera you use. I really don't care what tool you use to capture an image. I'm really trying to help people use their camera to enhance and enrich their travel experience. That leads right into my next question, which is how have these trips across the world influenced your perspective on this life that we share? Well, what I did, and the answer goes directly into what I'm hoping is going to be something significant in my life going forward, is a very nonprofit I've started two years ago called Innocent Eyes Project. And it's a grassroots organization that's helping to support child education programs in the developing world. I got to a point where I felt I could do more than just be a storyteller and come home and and share my pictures and words. I wanted to do something on the ground, and I wanted to actually make a difference in the lives of these children. So I started this organization to work with organizations and communities to help educate, especially children in the developing world. Where can people learn more about the Innocent Eyes Project? Our website is innoceneyesproject.org. And there's a bunch of information, and some of who our partners are there. And why education? I think that's part of the story, too. I chose the educational sector because so little of the philanthropic efforts around the world target the educational sector, especially since there are so many crises that we need to deal with, uh, that I think you know, educating children can really have a ripple effect. It will change the lives of thousands. That's wonderful. Well, 
Everyone, be sure to check out InnocentEyesProject.org and also check out David's book, which is, again, entitled The Photographing Tourist, A Storyteller's Guide to Travel and Photography. I'm up on Amazon, and I'm selling through my site at Noisetravels.com. It's Noise, N-O-Y-E-S, Travels.com. I'm working on everywhere. I've got a bunch of people out there uh, trying to get uh, distribution channels set up. And uh, so right now we're, we're just out. It's only been a few days since we've had the book. Well... Thank you very much for talking with us today and um, sharing with us about your photography and your travel, and um, we hope to talk to you again soon. Thanks, Rachel. Thanks to WGN Radio, Hard Times Productions, and Tim O'Pooley. I'm Rachel Woodall, and this has been Artistic License. Until next time, thanks for listening.